This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, so this is episode number 791, and it's an Amber and Paul episode. And in this one, you're going to hear, as usual, loads of conversation with the pod pals. But there is a language focus. It's adjective and preposition combinations, like phrases with adjectives and prepositions, okay? So you'll hear us using all of these phrases, all these adjective plus preposition combinations or collocations during the episode in open conversation. But I just wanted to let you know right at the beginning here before we start that I've just published a three-part premium series where I focus on that specific language point and all of the different phrases that come up in this episode, okay? I break down all of the language explaining what adjective preposition collocations are, giving you all my thoughts and advice about prepositions and the ways in which they are used and the sort of way you need to approach the learning of prepositions and the way that they combine with other parts of a sentence. And also there are the usual memory tests and pronunciation drills. So the memory tests to help you remember these tricky little combinations of words and to practice using them again and again. And then the pronunciation part where you can actually practice saying these phrases in sentences with a focus on things like using the natural rhythm and the natural stress and the way that the words combine in natural fluent speech and all that stuff. Okay, so there's a full three-part series working on the language that's included in this episode. So you can check it out, uh, teacherluke.co.uk slash premium to get access to it. There you go. I thought I'd let you know about that so that you can check it out if you want to. It will definitely help you make the most of this episode. So now I've said that, let's start the episode properly with the jingle and then you can listen to a full, at least 90-minute episode with the Pod Pals. And here we go. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Okay. All right. Let's get started. Right. Hello, everybody. Hello, listeners. Hello, video viewers. And welcome to A plus P with A and P on LEP. You're thinking, what's Luke talking about? Hold on. I I got the first one. A plus P. A plus P with A and P on LEP. So the A A plus P thing relates to... Oh, Jesus. Why did I say that? Amber plus Paul? No. No. So so, uh, I have an introduction. Okay. That you will have pre-recorded? No. You're going to do it now. Oh, you're going to do it now. Do you have any comments about that? Uh, Should we put a timer? Okay, let's 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 do a wager. Well, how long do you think it's going to be? I think he's written a short introduction. The problem is he gets waylaid. Like this, exactly. So the thing is, like, I I reckon the introduction itself is probably like you know a minute and a half. A minute and a half. But I reckon. What are you going for? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to say three and a half. But I reckon he was going to get waylaid. 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 Like, what does that mean? You're just going to get distracted and start like explaining something and get down a rabbit hole. But yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that he's right. tried to keep it right. tight. I'm going to go a minute and a half. On. You time it. Amber thinks a minute and a half. What do you think, Paul? Three and a half. Three and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Would you like to time this? Yeah, go on. Yes, please. Okay, using um, uh, Paul's using his uh, 
Apple Watch. Other watches are available. Yeah. Not for Paul. Not for Paul. <laughs> only, yeah, only an Apple Watch for you. Ready? Uh, yeah, ready? Go. Okay, right. Welcome to A plus P with A and P on LEP. Uh, that will be explained in a moment. Now, intro. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Guys, should I do the, the jingle in some way? Of course. Yeah, okay. So I will do the jingle now, but the thing is that I will be able to hear it, they will be able to hear it, but you're not going to be able That's to hear fine. it. That's fine. We can Okay. We can imagine. All right, so here comes the jingle. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, here we go. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on another podcast. Paul's a very funny boy. His laugh I very much enjoy. <laughs> Amber's got a lovely voice. If I could choose an accent, those will be my yeah, choice. Okay, there you go, listeners. <laughs> so I would I would start by saying yes. I think you I didn't know you were gonna play a jingle and that's eaten into my time. Doesn't matter. Carry on. We're already at a minute and a half. Hi. <laughs> I would start the episode by saying how are you, but I'm a bit wary of doing that because obviously Why? Uh, because I've I have a plan for this episode. Okay. And if I ask you how you are, then we'll be off. And I'll never be able to get. Is this back. still the introduction? This is still the introduction. Just read your introduction. Look, this is part of the introduction. What? I plan to say that. Oh my god. So I, yeah, I would. Yeah, I actually have. <laughs> I, <laughs> I actually have something prepared, uh, with some useful language for this episode. Okay, mm. there is room for random rambling and tangents. I've, and useless language. I've factored all of that useless and both useful and useless language. It's all been factored in. It's very simple. I just want us to have, I, I want us to use some target language today in order to be helpful to my listeners. Does so, it, is it difficult if we don't know what target language means? Uh, well, it might be worth explaining that. Target language is sort of language which I intend my learners or listeners to okay. uh, acquire. I've only heard that term in terms of translation. Really? Yeah. When really? you translate into a target language, is the, you, you, that's the language. The destination yeah, language exactly. for the translation. In the, in the case of English teaching, target language is the language that you've chosen for them to learn. Okay. Right? Okay. And we might miss the target. It might just, like firing an arrow, poing, it might just go off in the wrong... And they Surely you know, target vocabulary is a better... No? Okay, target vocabulary, yeah. We can call it that if you want to be more specific. I just Well, because get... we're learning English, it's obviously English. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean like which language. Yeah. Anyway, so adjective plus preposition collocations. That's the Jesus A plus P. Christ. A plus P, adjective oh. plus preposition. Do you know what adjective plus preposition collocations means? <laughs> You're looking mm. at me as if... As if You're the language learner. <laughs> you have a degree in languages. I, I, yeah, not English though. Uh, what adjective plus preposition? Preposition. It's a lot more simple than you might think. Yeah, no, I've got. I couldn't. If I sat down for a, for like twenty minutes, I might be able to without looking stuff you'd, up. You'd yeah, work it out. out. No, you know, no right? idea. So basically, a lot of adjectives. <sighs> you feel better. Adjectives are often followed by a preposition in order to are connect they? them to the rest of the sentence. For example, like I'm, I am delighted. Now hold on a minute. Uh, <laughs> to be, to be aware, to be aware of. Of, of there you go. Uh, to be allergic. Hold on, aware is an adjective. Aware to be aware. Yes, is an adjective. It's an, isn't it an adjective? What is it then if it's not an adjective? I don't know. I thought for me, I thought an adjective was describing a noun. Yes. Are you aware that isn't it a verb? To be no, to be aware. I, well, no. Ha, put it if it's a verb. Put it in the past. Yeah. Okay. Form. I, I was aware. aware. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you are aware of something. 
Okay. Right? That's, a, that's an adjective, yeah, that's isn't an it? That's an adjective. Okay. Yes. Okay. I thought it was like red was an adjective. Okay. It's also an adjective. Yeah, okay. It's the simple adjectives for us. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's an adjective. Describes a person. You know, adjectives, they can go before nouns, like a red car. Yeah. But adjectives also can um, go after the verb be, can't they? You know, the car mm-hmm. is red. I guess Or so. you are aware of okay. the aim or target for this episode. Okay. This is engaging podcasting, isn't it, <laughs> everybody? No, but at least people who are learning English, uh, I, I, they can relate to me being a complete fool and not knowing my own language. <laughs> accustomed to be accustomed to, 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 uh, to be accused of. of, right, to be, cust- to be accused of what? what, what would come after that? misleading me as to how long this introduction is going to be. I'm being accused of misleading you. So it's misleading, I-N-G, or it could be to be accused of murder, Mm -hmm. right, which is a noun. So it's these adjective preposition collocations are followed by a noun or they're followed by an I-N-G verb. Okay. See, useful. In the present participle. I looked that up yesterday. It's not the present participle. Fuck off. (laughs) Technically, it's a gerund. That's the one. Yeah, okay, whatever. Present participle is if it's part of a um, a verb form with the verb be, auxiliary verb. Okay. So, uh, yes, for example, to be wary. Mm -hmm. Of? Uh, I'm wary of doing that. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm wary of asking you how you are because it could end up making the episode too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so what's what, what's the question that students always ask at this point? Any idea? Aware of, accustomed to? How do you know which preposition? How do you know which preposition? Any idea? You just have to learn it. You just have to learn it. That's yes. right. Unfortunately, what Sarah Donnelly is calling you, <laughs> we're not going to pick up. No. no. Sorry, Sarah. There you go. Oh, there's the video, just, yeah. Just in case. She was on a, pre- on a recent episode of yours, wasn't she? Was she was on a recent episode. Um, okay. So, yeah, I'm afraid there's no rule for which preposition is used in each case. You can try to find some consistency, but it's not really there. The prepositions don't have universal meanings. And um, so, voila, there you go. Uh, so you just have to learn these word combinations. Think of them. Why am I telling you this? Like, you don't know your own no, language. But it's true that when that people do get prepositions wrong a lot. And yeah. it's such a small, tiny little word, but suddenly it sounds so wrong, the way that I get le and la wrong in yeah. French. It's small, but it is. it does speak volumes. But what's interesting about the French is that when you when you make a le, like a masculine feminine mistake, mm. it doesn't really change the phrase that much. It's just that people are like, oh, why did you say the instead of the? Whereas in English, this is the thing with French people, like they make these mistakes a lot. Yeah. And you now that we're used to it after being here for decades, um, you go, oh, okay, I see what you were trying, I see where you were trying to go with that. So we understand, but then the random normal English person who doesn't have access to French people speaking English all the time will go, what? Huh? Changes mm. completely the meaning. Yes, that's right. So you do have to get them right. You just have to learn all these separate collocations, see them as phrases to, to learn individually. Ugh. So what I've done is um, I've created a list of discussion questions or conversation starters that contain some useful rather than useless adjective plus preposition collocations. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. Um, Have you finished the intro, by the way? Uh, no. Okay. How long How long now? Seven minutes. Seven minutes. minutes. <laughs> Eight minutes. Well, there's, wait, there's a bit that I will have edited out where I was searching for the jingle because no one wants to watch me yeah. search that for a jingle. That was 30 seconds yeah. max. You think so? Okay. 
Oh dear. So the idea is we're going to discuss the answers to these questions and probably we'll end up using these collocations, these pairs of words in our answers. Okay. And that's just a chance to give the listeners, uh, a, you know, a chance to notice uh, these things and then reinforce them. How many questions do I, do I have? What do you think? I think the more important question is how many questions are we going to get through? I reckon it's three. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. Yeah, I agree. I think you've got loads of questions, probably more than 20. Yeah. Here you go. I have to be wary of time yes. because I need to, uh, uh, in about 20 minutes, uh, run to drop off my hard drive, uh, which to a person who's going to be colouring my show. You've got a dodgy sort of transaction to make yeah. at the station. At, the, at Gare du Nord station, which is the sketchiest of all uh, stations in Paris. I have to basically drop... It's like Jason Bourne. Like, I have to drop off <laughs> a thing that he takes over. Because, like, yeah, it's a long story. But I've, You've got one of those Jason Bourne missions. You're an, you're a, an asset for some exactly. sort of agency. <laughs> and you're going to have to go off and drop off a suitcase, maybe snipe someone and then come back. Yeah, I cut my leg open and I found a coin and it said, meet me at 235 at Gardenaha. You keep getting memories of like old uh, English uh, actors um, torturing you and brainwashing you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, I've got far too many questions. Let's just go through them uh, one by one. Uh, okay. Right. So is that the is intro that the end finish? Of the, of the introduction. The introduction's done. Bam. Yay. Nine minutes and 43 seconds. <gasps> I thought you were going to startle us with a really tight intro. So optimistic, but I think, we were so far off. I think, I think if, you went low because I said a minute and a half. I think if I had said 10 minutes, you'd have said 20. Do you know what I mean? I, <laughs> no, I wouldn't have said because 20 is ridiculous. Okay. I think if I'd been left. Still to, Luke. If I'd been left to my own devices, I think I would have cracked that in about two and a half minutes. But because uh, I kept nonsense. being interrupted by you two. I blame you completely. Mm. Okay, so um, question number one, all right? Yeah. So, Amber. Yes. Um, uh, you are a stand-up comedian, as well as, you know, a variety of other things, but stand-up comedy is one of the things you do. Sure. How long did it take? So, the, the, the adjective is, is accustomed. What's the preposition? To. To. To, accustomed to. How long did it take you to get accustomed to talking and performing in front of an audience? Was it a long process are you accustomed to it now how do you feel about it now yes. yes i mean i think there's different audiences so you you know i was doing performance for quite a long time before i was doing comedy and so i was used to being in front of an audience for some time and then you get used to being doing stand-up in front of an audience and more specifically as we were talking about earlier a french audience doing yeah. english in front yeah. of a french audience is not the same as doing english in front of an english mm. audience mm -hmm. okay so you're still getting accustomed to that? No, I wouldn't say I'm still getting accustomed no. to that. I think, I'm, I think I can do that pretty well. Like, that's absolutely fine. What would be curious is going to England. I was going to say, yeah. I, Whoa, I can't do that. Like thinking, oh, this is so good. I can do 10 minutes easy. Everyone's oh. rolling in the aisles and going to England and no one laughing. In front of an English audience. Yeah. 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 What about you, Paul? I, same. Like, I, it's, it's, I think it's the next kind of thing on my, on my hit list of things that I want to do. I, I, I'm currently writing a third show for France because I decided that I would. And then I think after that one, I need to just stop doing stuff here in France and I need to, I need to concentrate um, myself on. On. <laughs> I need to concentrate on. There you go. Uh, that's, a, that's a verb, but anyway. Fuck's sake. No, I need... <laughs> to concentrate, to concentrate. Yeah. To concentrate. But the verb there was need. No? But I it's, need. it's a verb phrase. 
Need, oh, need to. All right, I need to concentrate on. <laughs> it's a verb, phrase, adjective, pronoun, uh, pre- whatever Just, it was. Yeah, doesn't matter. I need to. Con- I, I would like to do some more stuff in English, but yeah, that initial barrier of getting on stage in English in front of an English audience. Yeah, that 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 no one knows who I am, uh, and trying to. Uh, yeah, it would. It's going to be like performing for the first time again in terms of the nerves. Mm. I think might take you a, a, a while to get accustomed to that. It might do. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I need to be wary of that. <laughs> uh, to be wary of something, by the way, is to be sort of like uh, what to not entirely. What is what is to be wary? Uh, it's of something? to be cautious of. <laughs> yeah, very good. To be cautious of. Like, oh, be careful with that, and I don't completely trust uh, this. Be careful. Be cautious. Number two. Mm. Uh, Amber, are you are you uh, so the the adjective is addicted to addicted to? Are you addicted to anything? Um, well, I mean, I think everyone's addicted to social media. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing. I do like to scroll on TikTok, and I've also become weirdly addicted to um, chess puzzles. Chess puzzles. Oh, yeah. I know. Chess puzzles. Chess puzzles. Anything to stop drinking. Chess. <laughs> what is a chess puzzle? Well, there's this like app called chess.com and you can do chess puzzles. And I keep being like, no more chess puzzles. And then I'm like, one more. Wait to move. And I can't stop myself. But what is a chess puzzle? It, it's got a board ready. Okay. It's already like a game already in progress. And there's oh. like, what's the next move? Like the best next oh, move okay. to, you know, oh, that's check cool. the king. And uh, it's quick fire and it's just weirdly addictive. Mm. Okay. Now my wife is calling me. <laughs> All right, everyone wants to speak to us today. <laughs> they do. Maybe Chef. something really important is going say on. That people are addicted to calling us yeah. <laughs> during the podcast. What about you, Paul? Are you addicted to anything? Um, let's let's say hmm. I don't know what. Like, go on, stand up. Could you stop? Yeah, I have done I mean, for yeah. like ages, and then uh, am I addicted to? I, I weirdly enough. Uh, probably not, but because we just talked about before starting that I've stopped drinking alcohol. Yeah, for, for in the last week. Yes, uh, just because I w- drank too much on the Queen's death and uh, and vomited the next day. So I was like, oh, I think this might be a problem. I think I might be uh, becoming addicted to alcohol. Yeah, uh, and in the last week, it's not been difficult at all to. Yeah. Not drink, which suggests that you're not actually properly addicted to alcohol, no. which is nice. Yeah, which it's yeah. I guess it's a nice thing to to realise. Like, yay! I'm a, I'm not a complete alcoholic. No. Okay, mm. but anyway, no. You you've stopped drinking for a while. That's good. I'm glad that you've made that step, Paul. Uh, it's that's a healthy thing to do. You too, Amber. You're doing chess puzzles instead. instead I'm drinking Perrier. I've become full Parisian. We're sober. I'm drinking sparkling water. There are water. other brands of sparkling water available. <laughs> Pellegrino, Badois, other brands are available. I thought it was pronounced Bedoit. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> There's a brand of sparkling mineral water available in France, B-A-D-O-I-T. How would you pronounce that, listeners? Badois? Bedoit? <laughs> it's Badois, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's Badois. Of course okay. it's not Bedoit. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard a French person make that noise? <laughs> Bonjour, je voudrais bien un bedoit, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> that would be good. I'm going to call it bedoit from now on. Bedoit. Sounds like a German yeah. water I, I, I can just imagine like a football hooligan coming over from like, you know, from West a West Ham supporter coming over. So I'm off the, I'm off the booze this off week, booze. boys. Excuse me, love. Have you got any of that red bedoit? The red bottle, not the fucking <laughs> blue one. The bedoit over there, darling. The red one. Don't want that fucking blue bedoit. 
Question number three. Um, Amber, are you afraid of anything? Do you have any phobias or particular fears? Afraid of. All right. Uh, how are you afraid of anything in particular? Don't like heights. Really? Quite a short person. <laughs> no, but it's true. I don't like being up high. Don't you? What What happens to you when you go up high oh, to a just high place? Two things. I, I worry that I'll throw myself from that high place and I feel a bit dizzy and scared, even if I watch it on TV. Like even if I'm oh. just... Like I did this virtual reality thing, which is really shit, but it was like being up high and I kept having to close my eyes. Really? So if there's a big cliff or something, do you feel like you're being dragged towards it? Yes. Like that? Like the call of the veed. Yes. If you want to do a good virtual reality thing, there's yeah. the Notre Dame have... Um, I did that. You did that one? What, the La Défense? Oh, it wasn't at La Défense. Oh, okay. It one, was a Notre Dame one though. No, the one at La Défense is incredible. Like oh. it's unbelievable. Like you walk through this space and literally this bits where you you can look over the edge and you feel like you're going to fall in it's really really good anyway what a weird form of entertainment oh I think I'm going to die well oh, it's not entertaining it's just like you get a tour like a around visit. the Notre Dame like ah. as it used to be through time so ah. you start off in like the med you're walking through the streets of Paris and literally it's like 400 square metres that sounds of, amazing of where is this it is. why it's did a, you do that Defense, they got in touch and they were like do you want to come and I was like yeah um, what people just why? Call- why did they tell you to go because and do I've that? Because I've got a hundred thousand followers and on Instagram, like, and they and were did just. Did they want you to then? No, tell people about it. N- no, but you're telling I me. did. Like I posted. And, people just people just contact him and say, "Yeah, we've got this scooter. Do you want it?" Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, we've got tickets to this amazing thing. Do you want that? Hey, we've got some T-shirts. Do you want these?" They just give shit yeah. to him. I yeah, literally, to- like it's T-shirt like Lacoste. You know the yeah. very expensive thing. I'm going to like their showroom next week to just and they're like, "Take what you want." I'm like, all right. Wow. Well, this anyway. is so unfair. I know. This is. I, we've talked about this before, but it's annoying because before I started doing comedy and stuff, it's like I didn't have enough money to uh, buy a Fred Perry polo. Mm. But then when I did have enough money, they gave it to me well, for free. You know, and I'm like, it's I, life is free to those right. free to those who can afford it. Very expensive to those who can't. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, that's a great. If anyone comes to pa- any of you come to Paris, you can't go to Notre Dame right now because it's shut and they're rebuilding it. But there's an amazing virtual reality. They have not paid me to say this, by the way. They just invited me. I went and I was literally. I've never. I'd never really done virtual reality before that. It's so good. Like you walk through this 300 square meter mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. where you walk. Yeah, you, we'll do it together. I'll let's do, do it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. That you sounds even, fun. Let's do a podcast when we're there. I, 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 yeah. I think you could even maybe do a. Po- the problem is you can't see what you're doing. So you could walk around and you could describe what's. I think you could. I think uh, you could. I wouldn't be able to like give the microphone to you because I wouldn't know where you were. Yeah, because this is the thing. When you go as a group, or even with every you, in the in the goggles, you see all the other people that are on, on the tour with you in ah. the distance and everything. So you don't bump into each other, and you've got like different avatar. It's it's incredible. Seriously, it's wow. really it good. Amazing. It Look, we should amazing. definitely do that. We'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about these things? We're still on afraid of things. Afraid of, frightened of, scared oh, yeah, of, afraid of heights. That's oh, yeah. afraid of, frightened of, scared of. How do you feel about these things? Spiders in your home. I tolerate them because they eat other insects, but I'm not keen on them being too close. Yeah, okay. Uh, Paul, how do you feel about the dark? Are you scared of the dark? No, not really. Did you used to be? Uh, I don't remember because like, having a, a three-year-old has brought me back to like, oh, that's, yeah, that's the thing that maybe kids might be scared of. You know, because sometimes it's like, oh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm scared of the dark. So then we turn the light on in our room. And she's like, no, I don't want the light. I was like, well, you've either got the light on or it's pitch black choose yes and then she ends up being but so I was like oh yeah scared of the dark might have been a thing but I don't remember myself particularly being scared of the dark okay mm. okay alright uh, 
Someone else called me. Like, Did they? I've, I'm getting messages uh, like uh, Sarah's texting. Maybe there's some drama going on outside no. and everyone's desperately trying to yeah, tell imagine us. Like half we're gonna, of Paris we're is gonna leave down. the castle, the pod castle, <laughs> and like Paris is you know on fire. <laughs> Where were you guys? Um, no, we're all, everything's fine. Sarah's just talking about the show tonight. It is getting a bit sweaty wetty in here. It is getting hot and sweaty. It is. In the pod room. Shall I open the window? Yeah. Go on then. The ceremonial opening of the window oh. is occurring. Is this a thing that happens on every episode? the window opens, it does happen oh, yeah. quite a lot. Why don't you just leave it open? <laughs> well, because I don't necessarily want my neighbours out there to Hear be able to doing. listen to ad-free content <laughs> without signing up to LEP Premium. <laughs> Amazing. Fair enough. Right? Fair yeah. enough, isn't it? They're going to be fluent in English. They will be, with all these adjective preposition collocations that we're going through <laughs> at such a high speed. Okay, the next one is angry. With? Angry with or angry at, about. At. It's, oh, yeah. be angry yeah. at. To be fair, some of these things, some prepositions, it's like a bit vague. It's like, oh, I could have that, could have that. You know, some of them, I'm afraid. I know learners of English want cold, hard answers. Solid rules. Sometimes it's a bit well, actually you could have angry no, with, angry about. No language learner. No. We all no. know there's no solid rules. Every language is like like this, but also sometimes. Yeah, that's if the language learners who've got to that stage, a lot of language learners in my experience are like, Oh, oh for Christ's sake, can't you just give us simple, straight rules that are always the same? It's like mm, sorry. Mm. Should have told the French angry not to with, invade. Angry, uh, angry about, angry about. Yeah, angry that, oh, I've about. got angry about today. So my question is, Paul, what are you angry about today? Oh God, be I'm careful! Angry at the city of Paris. <laughs> he's always angry. He's angry. It's like Constantly. the Incredible Hulk. <clears throat> no, what am I angry about today? It was I had. Um, uh, I was leaving my studio to come to your studio, and it was a ten-minute scooter. And halfway down one of the streets that. Google Maps told me to go down. It suddenly became a one-way street. And then I had to do like a... I then to turn left. Yeah. But then I couldn't then turn right. I had to then turn left again. And then it just ma it made a massive you, detour. You were stuck just turning left con in a square. Basically. And then it, it, down like these tiny streets where I couldn't get past the cars that were all queuing up because they all had to... It was just... <sighs> it's like they idea. haven't updated Google Maps yet. And mm. Paris is going through a transformation. So I was... That just made... That just annoyed me. Yes. And then... The other thing that annoyed me is recently my wife. So I'm angry with my wife, at my wife. Uh, I feel like about, sorry, just cut. you ask what you're angry about, but we don't say I'm angry about. You say I'm angry with. Yeah, I don't okay. know when we answer well, the that's question. Fair enough. You I said wouldn't I'm say I'm angry with my wife, though. I'd say I'm angry, I'm angry at my wife. Well, I, yeah. I'm pissed off at my wife. I'm... I'm but pissed off. About. Is there a difference no. between saying? I mean, there's there's two things here. There's one is what do we say as a as a habit? It's just what's the habitual thing that we say, and uh, that's the first thing. And is there a difference between saying I'm angry with her and I'm angry at her? Is there a difference between those two with things? With maybe little not. Difference at all or not? I'm, I'm angry with somebody. I'm angry with my mum. I'm angry, I'm angry at, at my mum. I wouldn't say at. No. I would never say at, I would never say I'm angry at Nico, I'd say I'm angry with Nico, I which would, I am, and I can tell you about that. I reckon that's American, American English that you're is using. American. Paul Taylor. Is he saying some American? Is it? Yes. Well, I also want to hear why he's angry. Why are you angry Spill the tea. At, with your wife? The thing is, there is a difference, though. Angry about an issue yeah. and angry with or at a person. For me, angry at a person suggests that your anger is going in that direction. Angry with someone. No, it's the same. Angry at, angry mm -hmm. with. 
but angry about I'm angry about the government. Yeah, I'm angry about climate change. Yeah. Uh, you can't be angry with climate change. Well, uh, look at you, climate change. I'm angry. I want to have a yeah. word with you. Come here, clouds and wind. Yeah, about feels more of a general topic. Angry about a, th- a, a thing, a, a thing, an abstract thing. Angry with, angry with a person, yeah, that's or good. an organisation. Good enough. For Tell me. us about your anger. Angry. No, it's just she's figured out how to use uh, voice me- messages. Oh, I hate that. What's wrong with voice messages? It's because, it, like me, I'm a very busy person, right? So he's very, allowed to use voice messages. Is a very no, but here's, so here's what happened: as I was late to come here. I've, I, I see an audio message from Addy. I'm like, oh, Jesus, here we go. And I can't even remember. Oh, the audio message was 45 seconds long. And mm. it was uh, basically her asking me where I bought a specific brand of cereal that Louise loves for breakfast, but she couldn't find it. Now, all she could have done was just sent me... Where'd you get that cereal? A text, where did you get the cereal? I would have, it would have taken me yeah. less than two seconds to read it and less than two seconds to type compris. Yeah. Instead, I had to put a phone to my ear. I had to then into, like take my helmet off because I didn't want everyone to hear it on loudspeaker. Put the phone up to my ear. Listen for forty seconds while she was like, "You know the um the the cereal. You know the one that you got the other week, not the recent one, but the mm-hmm. one from before. Just wondering where you got that from because I tried to go to Carrefour. No, it wasn't Carrefour. I went to the Intermarché and I couldn't find it there. And I just uh, what's the question? This and is, I'll answer it. This is why I don't leave voice messages because you know, imagine me trying to leave a quick oh. voice message. It's like fifteen minutes later yeah. uh, so anyway uh, don't forget to sign up to LEP premium I completely agree because that's I don't like people leaving messages on my phone you know my yeah. answering machine it says don't leave a message I hate it when people leave voice yeah. messages I'm like don't leave a voice I don't want to talk to you and then they make it really long <laughs> just write to yeah. me I leave voice messages when I'm like when there's just something when it's when I know it's going to be a long text and it, there's a lot of things to explain yeah. and it's, I, I, I leave them <laughs> Uh, sometimes but I, if it's something quick like that which it should be which is just where did you get the cereal mm-hmm. you know and, and, and there was like three today that she sent which were in the same length and it was the same thing of like you know I, I see it and it's like two minutes I'm like Jesus Christ so that's what Paul's angry about today it should be a regular feature on the show <laughs> yeah absolutely WPA what Paul's angry about WP Wapat what Paul is angry about today yeah, we're pat. We're pat. We're pat. <laughs> we're pat. So there you yeah. go. Um, Amber. So the next word is allergic. Allergic. To. to. Are you allergic to anything? Nah. 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 I don't believe in it. Oh, you're an allergy denier. I'm an allergy denier. You come on. Seriously? You don't, don't believe it. Most what, illness. Nuts? What about people who are allergic to nuts? And if they eat a nut or even a little bit no, of nut, no, their look, throat swells no, no. up and oh, they die. They're just making it up. I they? know people are allergic to stuff and it's serious and you take it seriously. I do. But most illness, I just a bit, I don't have much time for it. Yeah, you don't, <laughs> do you? It's like illness. Oh, here come the hate comments. Like Amber's getting cancelled. Illness and music. Amber just has no time for either of them. <laughs> Honestly, I'm the most unsympathetic person when someone's ill. I do not care. Wow, we learned something new about Amber's lack of sympathy for health issues. So when Sarah's daughter was allergic to sesame, you were just like, fuck that. No, I mean, I feel feel sad for her. Like, obviously, that's awful. But I'm just, I just, I'm, I'm like, nope. All my allergy sufferers are now shocked and wiping the dust off their fingers to write some... I can't believe Amber is uh, sceptical about allergies. No, I know allergies exist. I'm just saying I'm unsympathetic Okay. myself. I mean, it's not something I'm proud of. And I notice it as well when people are sick... 
mainly Nico. <laughs> Um, it makes you it's not because he's hung over I'm no no sometimes he gets sick but I'm just like buck up just, I have no zero sympathy wow yeah that's that's the because I think enough, like get over it get over it you're not that sick are you just what if they are though well you know I'm yet to see that happen you, you mean you haven't had anyone die on you yet yeah no no yeah yeah exactly no <laughs> When Nico's like 87 and he's got like some sort of fucked up... He's got emphysema from living in Paris. He's got some life-threatening disease at the end. It's like, well, this is probably... The, it's like ca- cancer of the kid. Now, nah, shut up. Fucking... Have, <laughs> have, shut up. Buckle, come on. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, there you go. Um, okay, this is a nice one. Come on. Mm. S- switching on the nice button. Next word is appreciated. To be appreciated... By... By someone or to be appreciated for, for something. For something, yeah. Okay. So, uh, when was the last time someone made you feel appreciated for doing something? When was the last time someone gave you a heartfelt thank you? When was the last time you felt appreciated? Can you remember? I can remember. Yeah. Go yesterday. On. What happened? Yesterday. Well, yesterday was the first day of school. I teach in an in- English school for like bilingual children. Yeah. You know, you know, on Wednesdays. Yeah, but I thought the first day of school was... Oh, yeah, but this is like oh, a private okay. little separate section. Okay, they work so, even less than public. Oh, Jesus. absolutely, right. absolutely. So the first day, and I'm teaching the little ones this year. So they're, they're really little, they're grand sections. So they're like, what is that, five? Five, six, yeah. Five, four or five. And there was five a new six, little boy. I mean, they're all new. I suppose they're all new. Maybe. But there was a sort of, some of them, they do an even smaller class. But he came in and he was crying, Henry. Oh. Really crying, like really, really emotional and sad. And oh. like, took him into class. And he was like, and Henry, why are you crying? It's like, you're, you're so intolerant of people's allergies. Precisely. <laughs> exactly. If only you would appreciate some people need a bit of support. Anyway, anyway he was crying. He was really, really sad. And he didn't want to leave his mum. And he wanted to go home. And then we did the lesson. And the lesson was fun. And they introduced him to the, the phonic frog and all sorts of stuff like that. And at the end, he had a good time and uh, he, I took him downstairs and he was smiling and his mum gave me that look. Thank you. And she said, thank you. And I knew that I'd made Henry feel better and his mum too, because, you know, I'm a mum and you know what it's like when you drop off your kids and you mm-hmm. feel like, oh God, it's hard. And you yeah, feel so sad you for them. F- you felt really appreciated by Henry's mum. Henry's mum. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Oh. That's very nice. More calls. No, I've got to go. I've got to... Uh... Oh. Oh, I've got like five more minutes. That's okay. that's uh, what's what's Operation Blackbriar. <laughs> Treadstone. Treadstone. Yeah. Treadstone. Treadstone. <laughs> it's uh, Treadstone calling. You've got like uh, as you, it's like Kenneth Branner or someone is calling you and saying. Uh, but I will be back. I'll be back after. I'll be back in like fifteen minutes. Um, <laughs> okay. pretty, uh, what, uh, honestly, I was tr- thinking there. To feel appreciated. Um, for something anyone said, Paul. Thank you. They're saying thank you all the time with gifts, with booty, yeah, with, with yeah, shirts and visual, you know, uh, v- virtual reality. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Great. That's a great example. Paul, <laughs> well, we really appreciate uh, what you're doing. We appreciate for... the amount of exposure you can give us. <laughs> Here's a free ticket to something. Well, no, that virtual reality people didn't seem to want anything. No, they didn't. Just except, to make your day. Except they know that... Paul, having had that experience, maybe he'll turn it into some stand-up. Or maybe he'll come on Luke's English podcast and talk about the it. The world famous. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's that's, that's probably... Yeah. yeah. What was the vir- virtual reality thing? It's a Notre, Notre Dame, Dame Cathedral virtual reality tour, at which is available at La Défense, which La Défense. translates as The Defence. Yeah. It's a bit out of town, but... Um, it's a place outside of Paris. But they La- needed La it Défense. to have the amount of space necessary. I don't know how long it's going on for, but yeah, it's it's difficult. I don't know. Your audience 
come up and tell you how much they enjoy yes, the show. Yes, all the time, yeah. They, after a show, they're all coming up to you and getting your autograph and photos and selfies. And some of them go, you know what? Thank you so much, Paul. You've made my life so much better and so much brighter with your comedy. Thank you for filling our lives with laughter. I will read you a thing that I found ages ago, but it was just I was re-looking through some of my old jokes or things that I'd written down to go to write my new show and there was something in there that I <laughs> thought was funny because um, I, I, I got two different emails in the same day. One of them was, Dear Mr. Taylor, I thank my orthodox God for such a beautiful creation as you. Aww. Whoa. And I also thank you for your brilliant sense of humour. Um, sweet. Next one was, Intense. Hey, connard pussy, if you don't like France, fuck off. If not, kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Your videos are fucking funny, but fucking stupid. What the fuck? What a hypocrite. English are funny since when? Watch this. Is definition of comedy ugly motherfucker. And he sent me a link to like some French comedy stuff. <laughs> so he See? wants you to kiss his ass. <laughs> the highs yeah. and the lows. He must like you. I, I almost wanted to be like, thank you for your feedback. However, here are some notes on your English. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who... Right, I've got to run. I've got to go to, to go, drop off the drugs. Go to whore. Garda whore. Garda there you go. Garda whore. People of the internet online uh, watching this. He's got, you, the, he's got the documents. I've got, got the, the documents. The documents. Secret files. Um, and I'll be back in about 15 minutes. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's see you in a minute. All right then. So Amber and Luke. Do I need to bell you to get back in? Just give me a call. You could be one of the other people calling me <laughs> today. Just call me. You can press the button to get in the building. When you get down to the door, just give me a call and I will buzz you. Sounds good. All right. Okay. Cool. All right then. See you in a bit. Okay. I'm coming over here. Amber Shall is. I come over here? Yeah, that's good. There we go. That's good. So, um, hold on. Do you know who will never appreciate you? Who? Your children. Really? Oh. Honestly, I think I texted you this because it was so startling. Mm. Like I was walking home yesterday with my daughter, who's two and a half. And I said, oh, I'm a bit tired. And she said, oh, no, mummy, you're not tired. You're old. Mm-hmm. Old. She's two and a half. It's like <laughs> so Although She's rude. telling you that you're not tired as well. Like, yeah. You're not tired. You're old. old. Like, double whammy. Yeah. yeah. No uh, appreciation. Zero appreciation. Yeah, I know. We can't, you can't expect it, huh? Can't expect to be appreciated. It's just like a little bonus if they at some point go, oh, mummy or daddy, thank you. Yeah. For... You know, it's normally for something that you've let them do or something yeah. that they... Like, thank you for... I don't know. Mm-mm-mm. Hmm. So, um, Amber, the next word is ashamed. Of. Yeah, ashamed of. As a British person living in France, is there anything about Britain which you are ashamed of? I There's plenty of things to be ashamed of for Britain yeah. but not especially because I'm living in France because I think France also bears quite a lot of that shame okay so but say, what I meant by the living in France part was that having left Britain yeah and you oh, sort of I feel like I'm a representative it, of Britain you sort of are a bit of a representative of Britain people see you as yeah a representative of the country and you're like, oh I'm, I'm from Britain and then there's a little bit of you that's kind of like feeling a bit ashamed of something I don't I think it's almost um, the opposite because people in France have got this sort of knee-jerk reaction to things in Britain being rubbish like uh, mm-hmm. our our sense of dress you know or our food. teeth or our food or our weather or lots and lots everything of things everything we do and eat and wear yes exactly and they'll often make jokes about that and I just think your weather's not that great your food can be very boring I mean spice hello yeah hello you don't know how to eat spicy food and it's delicious don't know what you're missing out on France um clothes as well so I think 
the opposite. I feel like I defend the British more and just like, whereas I don't really care that much. But mm -hmm. when I'm confronted by French people looking down their noses at us, I say, I say no, sir. I used to have material about that, which is like having left Britain and come to France. I suddenly have become more proud of things about Britain that yeah. I was never proud of before. That you don't it's care like about. Traffic jams. You don't know what traffic jams. <laughs> We've got terrible traffic jams. Knife crime. We're the, we're the European leaders of knife crime and drug addiction. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Anything you're particularly, well, I was going to say anything you're proud of um, as a British person. Um, I mean, it's weird to be proud of it because it's like some of these things are nothing to do with you. It's like people who, who are football fans who go, yeah, we we uh, we won the FA Cup. It's like, well, well we? No, yeah. they won the FA Cup. Those you professional just, athletes. You just watched and maybe <laughs> shouted a little bit of encouragement. Yeah. Yeah, those professional athletes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they won. They won. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think... I don't... I think it's very difficult. I think um, to be proud of something we exactly oh, I just spoke French. What? Oui, oui. Alors, <laughs> um, to be proud of something which sacré bleu, as no French person ever says. I was imagining a French person. No, I mean I don't know. I think it's very difficult because there is that abstract. Like Britain is not me, and I've not done anything particularly linked to it. Do you? I mean, do you have anything where you're like? Ooh. I mean, I don't really generally have nationalistic sentiments. Yeah. I don't really do that kind of thing because I see that. It's not necessarily, you know, it's weird of people who are like really proud of their country. It's like proud of achievements that people, other people, other people have done. did, you know. And then, so I feel odd about that. But I do feel, I suppose, quite happy to uh, know that my country, the country of my origin, you know, if it is a bit like football where you kind of get to support your team, mm. I'm quite happy that my team produced lots of good music. You know, I'm quite happy to be part of that team, if you like. Yeah. You know, I know it's ridiculous, really, in that the, because the Beatles came from England, it's nothing to do with me. It's not like I help them. No. You know, <laughs> it's not like I, you know, help them. Yeah. I gave them a little helping hand or pushed them up into yeah. success. It's nothing to well, do with me. Well, it's the same. It's like the British, you know, they've got this reputation of having a good sense of humour and like we're comedians yeah. and we love comedy and I love comedy and so do you. But like, so, I mean, I like that, but it's nothing to... I wasn't a pioneer of comedy, you know? Yeah. And also, in a way, as you said, I mean, like, weirdly, I am proud of our humour. I think I like British humour. I think lots of... I think it's fairly clever humour and pretty good. Um, yeah. But that's useless to me in France because I Absolutely. can just be trading in English humour and other, all the other people don't even understand it, you know? So it's just like, what's the point? It's like trying to sell, I don't know, what would it be like trying to sell left-hand drive, really good left-hand drive cars in a country that drives on the right? Yeah. I suppose. Does that yeah. make sense? Left-hand drive, right-hand. Anyway. All right, then. Du -du 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 -du. Number 10. Uh, uh, oh, all right. Okay. What The word is aware. Of. Aware of. Mm -hmm. Are you aware mm -hmm. of the ageing process or is it too slow to notice? There's a... There's a <laughs> Me personally... <laughs> yeah are you my daughter um, <laughs> you don't have to answer them. Yeah. I mean I, I, uh, yeah definitely of course are you uh, a sub question are you aware of any annoying habits that you have yourself obviously we're all aware of annoying habits that other people have yeah uh, but are you aware of any annoying habits that you have that oh, you might plenty yeah, like oh I mean so many um because I'm just I'm always in a hurry to to 
go absolutely nowhere and do absolutely nothing. And I just think, why don't I just put my clothes away? at the end of the day or make my bed or you know I really want to, I'm always like going on to the next thing so I'm always like putting them on a chair or like something I used to do all the time and uh, in fact living with Nico made me stop was never screwing lids on stuff properly yeah, my wife does the same thing but who picks up things by the lid me well so does Nico so here's the thing when the when the jar of mustard is on the shelf Sometimes it's behind another object. So, yeah, then you pick it up. But that's because you're tall. I would never be able to pick something up by its lid. But the thing is, I, used to, I know I used to do that. And it didn't obviously bother me because I never picked things up by the lid. And I would never screw them on. I mean, what was I doing? It takes like a, a fraction of a second. But I wouldn't do it anyway. Nico was always picking things up by the lid. And he had this, he had this really special shout. I'd hear this crash and this like... And I was like, oh, fuck, it's a lid again. I know it. And so I did train myself. Now I, I screw the lid on because he was so furious. But there's lots of things like that. And I think just put it away. And then I'll look at something and think, oh, I'll put you away later. So it's not putting things away. Yeah, not putting things away. Yeah, because you're rushing off to do the next to thing. To do just something else, which probably... Sit down, probably. Probably take, to sit down. Take the weight off your feet. <laughs> Cup of tea, so sit old. down. Oh. Well, yeah, yeah, well, not that you're old, but it's just a normal thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, number 11, the, the word, we've moved on to B. Okay. That was A we just oh, did. Oh, okay. A selection of, it's not all the adjectives that begin with A, just some. Okay. Um, so we're on to B, the word is bad. To be bad at. at doing something or to be bad at something. What are you bad at in your language learning or in your use of French in this case? What, what are you bad at in French or in learning French? What's your weakness? Um, well, I'm lazy. Yeah. Conjugation. I don't want to, I just don't want to uh, write and learn how to write. And um, you're, you're illiterate, basically. Yeah. And it's got worse because now there's like really good online translators and I use them all the time, all the time. Um, and I, I just find it really hard to like sit down and be like, okay, understand You're good conjugation. though. I know that you're good at French. I am uh, good at French. Just modest. No, no. But I mean, I'll put in time to learn vocabulary and pronunciation and make an effort with that. And I'll go to shows and I'll read and I get help. All of those things I've made effort doing, mm. but when it comes to writing, writing and really learning that conjugation and like the rules, like there's lots yes. of those funny little things, en, i, I cannot use them. I don't know really how they work. So it's the rigorous sort of written form and getting all the grammatical and punctuation yeah. rules. Zero, zero rigor. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult, isn't it's it? It's hard. Next question. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Question is, the word is beneficial. To be beneficial to, to your health is, yeah. the one, is what I'm going for. What do you think is the most beneficial to your health? And I've got a little selection. Oh, okay. What do you think is the most beneficial to your health? Eating well sleeping well, doing exercise, meditation, or something else? Is this statistics? No, it's Is just, there an answer? It's my no, personal no, opinion. There's no right or wrong answer. It's kind of personal opinion. So what do you, what do you think is the most beneficial to your health in, just in your, in your head? Well, personally. Yes. In, personally, yes. Sleeping. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. If I don't get enough sleep. It's just game over. Isn't absolute. It? N- nothing's going right. But they're all, I mean, they're all useful, aren't they? Yeah, so you can't you can't eat like shit and then get good eight hours and yeah, <laughs> not gonna work. McDonald's every day, but plenty of sleep, <laughs> so I'm fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what about right. you? I never move. I literally stay on my sofa all the time, and I eat nothing but crisps. Yeah, and I only play violent computer games twelve hours a day, but the rest of that time is spent sleeping. Yeah. So I'm in perfect health. No, of course. What about me? It's it's uh, yeah, all of those things. Eating well. I try and eat lots of vegetables. Yeah. You know, I've got to try and get lots of green veg in there, and it does help. I feel like that. I just generally feel just mm. a you know better. When I've eaten veg, sleeping well is vital. If I don't sleep like you, it all starts to, uh, all the wheels come off. Yeah. Uh, doing exercise is something I don't do very much. I feel in Paris, we do a lot of exercise. Walking and going Walking. upstairs. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I was looking, you know, when I guide, I do a lot of walking. So like I can do a 20,000 step day easily, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. if I'm guiding around the Louvre or whatever. But like on an average day, like 10,000 steps is nothing. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just normal. Totally. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I know it's not the same as exercise, but we do walk a lot. Meditation is uh, is a good thing. A bit boring, though. Uh, do you uh, do it? Yeah. Oh, I would like to. I don't do it on a sort of regular, formalised, in a regular formalised mm. way, but I try to, in moments in the day, just kind of like go into the meditation zone and just cancel out all the noise and just try and stay completely, try and empty my mind for as long as I can for a couple of minutes and it's quite nice it's, it's a, a good it's a good idea it's a bit like opening the window and letting a bit of fresh air in yeah it's kind of like that uh, the next word is uh, the word brilliant okay brilliant at, at? yeah to be brilliant <laughs> it at. sounds so weird and colloquial I'm brilliant at that <laughs> someone else might be you might say oh wow he's brilliant at that isn't he or she's brilliant at that <laughs> yeah so just one thing i mean i said before that there's no consistency to these things but we do have good at doing something and bad at doing something yeah and similarly brilliant at doing something fantastic at doing something amazing well, they're just synonyms at doing their synonyms but you know still yeah you still have some adjectives that are synonyms that don't take the same is that uh, right preposition i i think so but it's all a bit gray and a bit vague yeah, sure um, i think also region makes a difference yeah well because i love um shag marry annoyed what's that shag, shag shagged, married marry, annoyed shagged married annoyed it's a podcast yeah it's a podcast by chris and rosie ramsey and they're from newcastle why i man yeah and they've got these like really lovely accents i mean they're lovely yeah. they're very funny yeah but sometimes i think oh that's really interesting i wouldn't have said that yes. like that yes and so they might use a different preposition Yes. Sometimes. Anyway, that's beside the point. What were you going to say? Brilliant at. Brilliant at. So basically, when was the last time you thought, wow, she is brilliant at that? Or wow, he is brilliant at that? 
I mean, I think that about my children often. I think, ah, oh, there's what. Well, Actually, Margot, she's brilliant at downward-facing dog. So supple, but really? she's too... I mean, what would you expect? Downward-facing dog, listeners, in yeah. case you don't know, is a yoga move. Yeah. Which How, uh, how would you describe downward-facing dog? Well, you've got your hands on the floor and you're... It's like you... Like, imagine if you were, like, crawling. Like, imagine a baby crawling, so on hands and knees. And then instead of their knees going on the floor, you sort of stick your bottom into the air and lift your knees up so now you're, you've got your feet on the floor. Yeah. And the aim for yoga is that you can put your feet flat on the floor. And I can just about manage to get my toes on the floor. I'm yeah. not very supp- I'm not very uh, stretchy. I'm not very not supple. But she's just, like, effortless. So, yeah, hands flat on the floor, feet flat on the floor, bum up in the air, legs Mm. are pretty much straight, Mm. uh, and then your torso and your arms are pretty much straight. You're kind of like a triangle. Yes. With your bum at the top, your hands and feet at the bottom. That's right. And it's all, it's, 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 you know, you go into downward facing dog and then you go down and do that one where you go up like that. What's the one where you got, you arch your back? It's the cat, isn't it? Something Uh, about a cat when you put your head back like that. Uh. There is that, but. What's that? There's the cat cow, but that's when you're on four on your knees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, mm. downward facing dog. You're, She's you're, good at downward facing dog. I think sometimes Hugo, I mean, I'm always texting you about things he said, but because yes. I'm always impressed by like his language and, you know, and how the way he, talks. he the way he gives you like incredibly uh, well, uh, uh, well put death threats, oh, for example. Like, I mean, it's, it's just good. a joke, obviously, <laughs> listeners. I mean, we don't need to worry. It's just that Hugo... Your son, who is how old now? Seven, eight. eight. So he uh, he has listened to all of the Harry Potter audiobooks read by Stephen Fry yeah. again and again and again, and all of that language has gone in to yeah. his his um, supple sponge like brain. Yeah, and every now and then, sort of like Professor Snape type language comes out, yeah. and he threatens to what. St- like what was it he said to you? Well, this was when I forgot Goute and he wanted to get someone to come and stab me, and then after I died, he was going to find my tombstone and break it into a hundred pieces. He was a bit angry, but <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got one hell of a way to express your anger, though. I mean, but some, got... some people just like hit. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to employ someone to stab you, and then I'll find your tombstone and I'll, I'll smash it into it. A, into a thousand pieces. Like, oh my yeah. god, how old are you again? Mm-mm-mm. That was uh, last year. He's moved on. He's very articulate. It's it's amazing. Yeah, he's really articulate. And like, even about his own emotions, like yesterday, like the other day, he came back from school and he was crying. And I was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And he said, it's my pride. And I was like, what? He was like... <laughs> he was like Normally it'd be like, my little toe, I've just, I hurt it. It's like, no, no, my pride is bruised. It's my pride. I was like, what's wrong? He's like, I thought I was fast, but I've been lying to myself. <laughs> Wait, so he tried to run a little race yeah. outside in the street with a friend of his and they were running the race and he didn't win the race and so he was upset. Now any other child would say, he'd say, what's the matter, little Johnny? And it's like, I didn't win the race, you know. Uh, Mickey was faster than me. Whereas with Hugo, it's like, to my pride, mother. <laughs> I thought I was fast, but I've been lying to myself. That's what he said. I got him some bubble gum to cheer him up. Aww. He'd never call me mother. No, sorry. He calls you Amber, of course. (laughs) Amber, now I'm going to be... I just love the way he calls you Amber. It's like, Amber, I'm going to be sincere with you. I thought I was fast, but um, (laughs) turns out I've been lying to myself, Amber. Uh, Here's some (laughs) bubblegum. Thank you, Amber. (laughs) Right. 
Number 14. The word is bored. With. Bored with, exactly. Question is, how bored are you with this exercise? I'm never bored speaking with you because it's not an exercise, it's a chat. Hey, hey. is the correct answer. <laughs> Question number 15. The, the, we're into C now. Oh, exciting. Skip through B quite quickly there. We're into C. So, capable. Of. Capable of. Do you think you would be capable of running a marathon? Uh, there's other options. Mm. Uh, do you think you'd be capable of running a marathon, going into space, learning Chinese to a fluent level, or living in prison for 10 years? So we'll start with running a marathon. Do you think you'd be capable of running a marathon? It's like, okay, Amber, you've got to run a marathon uh, in, mm. in five weeks. Would you be capable of doing it? No. No, really? I don't think so, no. You'd have, what, you'd have to walk or I'd, something? I'd be walking, yeah. Okay. I'm terrible. I can't, I'm not very good at running. I thought you are doing your couch to 5K. I, I do. I'm yet to get to 5K. They're like, six weeks. I'm just like, I'm still not there. I don't, I'm, and then I get bored and I stop. Yeah. Um, not it's good not, at running. It's not fun though, is it, running? No, no, it's Unless not. Unless you're trying to catch something or... And to be fair, even that's not what fun. I'm doing, no one would look at that and think, oh, she's running. That's just not the You're verb. You're just sort of like trotting along, are you? <laughs> Shuffling. Yeah. yeah, it's just not the verb. You'd be like, oh, that woman, she's running. You'd be like, oh, what is she doing? I've probably said this on the podcast before, but when I see people jogging, I'm kind of like, what are you running from? You know, and also it's, sometimes it's like the people just like desperately <sighs> running down the street like that. I'm like, what is it? Zombies? What's, oh, yeah. Has it started? There's, a, there's an app you can get, which is a zombie app. You listen to it and the zombies are chasing you. <sighs> yeah. And it helps you run away. Yeah, oh my, apparently. Oh my I would gosh. like to be good at running. So I'm those not. those people, I'd like to say, have you not tried music? Apparently, that helps mm. running to music. Unless you don't like music, but in that case, you could just imagine you're running away from the music. Yeah, it might work for you. Sometimes I listen to music. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, what about going into space? Do you think you'd be absolutely? Capable? Why would you even want to go into space? Oh, I just know. There's, there's no air. Nothing. There's no air. It looks rubbish, space. You think being in a room with I, the window closed for a while is bad? Imagine uh, being in space. There's literally no air I don't, anywhere. I don't like going abroad. I mean, like yeah. space. Forget it. Leaving the house is a bit of a challenge sometimes. You don't like to leave the neighbourhood. I don't. You like to stay in your own arrondissement. I just like to stay within a few streets, please. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, so going into space. Oh, Horrible. No. I mean, it looks nice in the films. It doesn't. Don't you think? No. No? It, Flying no. free and no. zapping people with lasers and stuff. You, that's not That's not real. I know it's not, yeah. <laughs> that's a franchise. No. Star Wars isn't real. It's not real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, space would be horrible. It's like, you know, when you've been on a plane for 12 hours, you feel terrible. Oh, horrible, yeah. It's, you know, again, there's no air, but you're still in the atmosphere. Like imagine going on a plane. It's like the worst uh, on a, into space. It would be the worst plane ride ever. Yeah. And then you and you don't just land when we've been in space. You don't land, do you? I don't think you come back from space and then and they're on the runway. Oh, I'll just walk out now. No, you could basically every time you crash into the ocean when you've been in, into space. Isn't Is that, that right? I don't know. I don't know either. But I but think... don't they have to help you out because you've lost all bone density and your <laughs> muscles have wasted and you're just like a sort of wizened sort of shell. <laughs> you're basically just, if you flop onto the tarmac because yeah. all of your muscles have all withered away because <sighs> of being being in zero gravity. Exactly. Suddenly, because gra you're not fighting up against gravity. Yeah, your body's lost all of its strength. 
and you just you just spill out onto oh, the onto the street. Just liquid. No, it sounds awful. <laughs> um, what about learning Chinese to a fluent level? Do you think you'd are you capable of, of all of those things? I think that's the one I would probably like to do. Yeah. If I had to choose between all of them, I'd go with that one. Yes. Because it's a every language is a beautiful language, and uh, you know it's always fun to mm. learn a language. Mm. I mean, it's not easy. I'm not a natural language learner. You're an unnatural language. Unnatural learner. language learner. No, I find it difficult. You know, I tried to learn Italian. Oh, I didn't go well, right. and it's not that dissimilar to French. Yeah, it's only just... just <laughs> it's just adjacent. You just step a couple of steps to the left and bingo, right? Well, precisely. So can you imagine? Yeah, as a Chinese, yeah, it's different. Hard, yeah. Writing and reading. Oh, whew, I still can't write French. Exactly. Where would I be? Yeah. You'd, 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 I don't know. You'd be at A1 level, maybe. I'd stay there. Writing-wise. Yeah. But no, speaking, you'd, you'd be all right. You'd be yeah. all right, wouldn't you? What about living in prison for 10 Ooh, years? No one wants to live in prison, do they? Some people do. Some people who've been institutionalised, they've been living in, you know, like the old guy in Shawshank Redemption, who's Quite been... Quite a niche example there, Luke. <laughs> the also old, not real. The old guy in Shawshank Redemption, he's been at the Shawshank prison for 50 years and he finally gets released, but he's like all lonely at the gate of the prison. He's left out. He's let out of the prison. He's all sad and lonely because he doesn't know how to live in the real world anymore. And he turns back to the prison. He's like, I'd rather be back in there. And but then if you, sad the question the shouldn't be then prison. It needs to be a sort of like, I don't know, some sort of like monastery type. Because prison's horrible for lots of yeah. different reasons. Not Is a that nice sort prison. Of, it needs to be in a nice prison. No, still no. 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 Horrible. Yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. I know. Could you run a marathon? I thought you were going to say, can you? could you run a prison? It's could like, you run a prison? If I was sent to prison... I don't think I would. I am you the, wouldn't be the boss. I'm not capable of being the mafia boss who ends up running the prison from the inside. <sighs> the guy who's basically like in Goodfellas, he's got like a whole, he's got like a huge room in the prison and they're all oh. making like spaghetti bolognese and they're cutting the garlic really thinly with a knife. And then he's, he's like, you know, no, I wouldn't. I, I, no, 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 no. Prison? No. no. Me? No. No. No, 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 no. Maybe a Norwegian prison. Why? Because they're they, nice. They seem a bit nicer. I bet they're not that nice. no. Of course not. They're still prison. And it's cold in Norway. Well, I'm sure they've got quite nice heating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, plenty of gas. Yeah. They'd be able to heat the prison, yeah. you'd imagine. Anyway, let's hope that I don't end up in a Norwegian prison. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. would be bad for the podcast, at least. Um, okay. Number 16. Comfortable is the word. Uh, well, there's a few, no? Comfortable with? Comfortable with what? Someone. Yeah. Comfortable... Uh, Mainly comfortable with. That's what I've got here. Yeah. Question is, are you comfortable with the sound of your own voice? Yes. Yeah? Well, yeah, because I hear what? it the yeah. whole time. Yeah, because... Because you hear it when you speak, you mean? No, because when you hear your voice when you you speak, you know when you record your voice and the first time you hear it, you're like, oh my God, yeah. Ugh, yeah. Ugh, I hate that. And it sounds really weird and foreign to you and you don't like it at all. Yeah. But then... I have a podcast, so I edit myself. I've got two podcasts, so I edit them myself, and then I do voiceover. What's the other one? So I hear my voice a lot, so I'm used to it now. Wait, two podcasts? Yes, I just started working with Sarah T. Ah, yes. On a ba-ba-bam. Right, so you do the Pan Am podcast about Paris, yep. but also you're doing, what is it, uh, Do You Really Know? Do You Really Know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And so it's like these three-minute sort of newsy 
type things, summaries. It's yeah. out now. It's published now. Is yeah, it? yeah, they're out now. It's twice a week. Do you really know from Bababam Studios featuring Amber Minogue as the voice? Some of them. So they do. They've they've got a French version, and then they translate that into English, and then I do a sort of standalone one, which I think is out on Tuesdays and Fridays. I think in English. In English. Do you really know? Yeah. Do you really know? And uh, it's okay. But so yeah, you get used to it. But I think most people when they first hear their voice are like, Bleh. yes. Still now. Sometimes I will listen to an episode from a few years ago because I just want to check something. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, 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 But is that your voice or the quality of the recording? It's, it's well, it's my voice because now for the first hundred episodes or so, it's the, probably the quality of the recording as well. But also yeah. it's kind of like, uh Really? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... Uh, but then that's not your voice. That's that's something else, you know. I think that's that discomfort because there's two things. Like sometimes I'll hear myself. Like once you get used to talking, yes. you... Like sometimes I listen to old voiceovers that I've had and I can hear... I can hear it. It's very subtle, but that sort of slight discomfort, that's mm-hmm. like all that sort of pretending something which is not genuine in mm-hmm. your voice. Mm-hmm. And that takes time. Yeah, it takes time to get used to it or to kind of uh, get rid of it. Yeah. Something like that. Um, okay. Number 17, connected. With two. Two, I've got. Do you feel connected to the... Gen- okay. Do you feel connected to the experiences of younger generations, say people in their teens or 20s? No. No? No. I thought you were on TikTok and you were down with the kids. I mean, I love TikTok, but um, no, I think I lived... In a different world. Yeah. In a different time. Yeah, I think we lived in a... I think there's this massive schism between our experience and young people's experience today. What is it, do you think? Well, it's the internet. Yeah. And mobile... I mean, not even the internet. I mean, just mobile phones. Yeah. Just that huge kind of... I don't know. I just think there is a massive difference. Sometimes I do sort of just try and imagine or picture how the world was before uh, we were all on our phones all the time and it's that's even not that long ago mm. when the internet was there and then there was like a, a period where we had the internet but we still had pretty basic phones mm. but at home we'd like log into myspace or facebook in, after 2007 but there was like probably about 10 years really before we all had smartphones and stuff talking of smartphones oh at pt comedy PT comedy is back Bill taylor is calling me so um let's let him in what am i gonna do now i'll just let him in let him uh, in. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hello, Paul. You're here, all right? I'm going to go and let you in. Hold on. <laughs> I'll let you just carry on talking to oh, my audience. All right, then. Luke has gone. What could I do? I could do anything. The podcastle is mine. I won't do anything. I'm just going to admire all of his lovely things, like all of his lovely books, which I don't think are visible on the podcast there are plenty here which I feel like taking and reading and borrowing and even some that I've given to Luke myself like that quite nice penguin dictionary that used to be mine they're back Jason Bourne I need to is he on his way up what was the question I can't remember um, it was about feeling um, connected to the the youth of today oh yeah the youth of today no no mm. you uh, no 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 but I think that's I think that's fair enough. I think it's I think it's better. 
Yeah, I think, I, mean, I, I think in the past we could have been like, oh yeah, I'm down with the kids. But I think and even actually, even no. in, in the past though, it's just natural. It's just what happens. Like uh, if you imagine, you know, my parents. I mean, uh, my parents' generation and our generation are pretty close i think maybe the closest like ever yeah because other times absolutely there was this huge disparity especially like my parents and their parents there yeah. was a huge difference like the pre-war pre-war post-war hey. kind of thing. here he is jason Bourne. jason Bourne. Jason he's Bourne back has returned here he is so how does how's operation treadstone up the stairs oh mate <laughs> he's, he's now out of breath is looking forward to one of those A plus P. Looking things. forward to. Hold on. Carry on. Say that again. Looking forward to. Is looking forward to one of those to, A it, plus P. It, it things. certainly could be. To you are to be. It's actually. Uh, it's kind to of a verb. For. It's a verb for. It's a phrasal verb to, oh. to look forward to something. Uh, but you can have it if you want. What are you looking forward? No, I to? wasn't looking forward to walking up the twenty-five flights of stairs. Looking yeah, yeah, forward yeah. to is something that I find really hard to translate because, like in English, we'll say it all the time, like, "Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing you," or "I'm looking forward to working with you," or like, "Looking forward to the next project." And then if I try to translate it, it's always just like oh j'ai hâte de deux faire ça yeah. or I don't know it just feels weird and wrong is it, uh, yeah is it just one of those things that in French that no one says, no one says I'm it. looking forward they're just not they're, just, they're they not looking forward look to anything forward to it. they're yeah. looking forward to their holiday is what yeah. they're looking forward to so what what's the direct equivalent of I'm looking forward to uh, you know seeing you soon j'ai hâte yeah, de, but no de, one says that, though. Voir. Everyone says it. We Do they say that? Yeah, all the time. Oh, j'ai hâte, hâte de partir en vacances, oh mon Dieu. Yeah, but it feels like that. Like, oh, j'ai hâte de faire ça. Whereas if you say, oh, yeah, looking forward to it, it kind of feels more Positive. glib. Just like, oh, yeah, you looking, know. Uh, looking forward to seeing you soon or looking forward to blah, blah, blah. It's just like the ending of an email. Exactly. And if you say, j'ai hâte de, de, de voir. De revoir. Uh, that's, it sounds like you're, it's too ah, passionate. Yes, oh, exactly. exactly. J'ai hâte de trouver, uh, j'ai hâte de commencer mon spectacle. I know, but that's a big thing. Attendre avec impatience. Yeah, no. This has become Luke's French uh, Luke's, uh, <laughs> Luke's podcast. Yeah. Uh, okay, all right then. We'll stop. Okay. So, <sighs> are you all right, Paul? Yeah, I'm good. You, you handed over the... Obviously, it's, it takes longer than, uh, you know... I mean, always. It's just you sit there and you talk and it's... Blah, blah, blah. it's well, like, you were still pretty, pretty yeah, timely. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it was half an hour. In, That's in, pretty dead, in yeah. All in all. Yeah. Hi, listeners. He's back. I'm back. The Born Confusion. The, the Born. What would, what would this episode of the Born franchise be? Where Paul goes to take a lap, uh, a hard drive to the station in the middle of a podcast recording. The Born podcast recording. Yeah. The Born. The Born. Uh, Ultimatum. The Born. Um, uh, Drop off. Lack of the, inspiration. Yeah. Exactly. Next. Uh, are we still doing what we were doing oh half an hour God, ago? We're yeah, still we're, doing we're, it. We're, we're, are we're you bored yet, listeners? It's an A to Z. A to Z. He's got so many. And we're what in are we on? C. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, you know. Sorry, we'll just stop when when it's time to stop. I right? think uh, you know, Paul we'll just... needs some questions. No. Okay, Paul. they've heard enough from me. Uh, conscious is the adjective, and what do you think the preposition is? Of. Yeah, conscious of, yeah. Uh, and one thing to notice, uh, learners, is that we say conscious of, but mm. the preposition of in the sentence is not pronounced of, is it? It's of. Are you conscious of any ways in which you are becoming like your parents? Ah. Are you conscious of, or are you aware of any ways or conscious of any ways in which you are becoming like your parents? Are you becoming like your dad? Yeah, and I hate it. 
Like I've, I, should it, we move on to the next question? Or no. no, 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 no. I'm angry about it. There you go. Hey, hey. I'm angry about the fact that I'm becoming like my. What was the? What was conscious? I'm. I'm angry about the fact the that, that I'm conscious of becoming f- like my. Yes, too much. Yeah, yeah. Okay. just you know when you have your own kid. There's phrases that come out of my mouth. I'm like, I think my dad used to tell me that. Mm. And I'm like, oh God, I'm turning into him. Yeah. <sighs> I uh, when I don't want my daughter to touch something or pick something up. These sounds come out that are like my grandma used to say. Wow. Like we used to laugh at the fact that she used to make these ridiculous noises. Yeah, now you make them. And now it's like they just come out of me like um I don't know, something really natural. Mm. They come out of me like a, a bird flying out of a nest. Or uh, you know. It's interesting how language does that. We were talking about earlier on how Liz Truss, the Prime Minister yes. of Great Britain, has it just Britain? Sorry, go on. Oh yes, it's not great anymore. <laughs> um, it is uh, is um, Liz weird. Truss. Yeah, she's weird in her the way she thinks, but then also they're in that whole conservative thing of like you mimic without. That's why I'm good at accents because I think subconsciously I mimicked the way people you talk. Accommodate to other people's speak speaking. Yeah, and so because I because the only experience I have of growing up or sorry the only experience I have of dealing with a kid is my parents dealing with me yeah and so I think subconsciously some of those phrases yeah mm. it's the same thing like my mum uh, we always used to laugh and sort of make fun of her for saying careful <laughs> it's a, it's a two syllable word careful but she squeezes it into one syllable careful yeah, yeah. <laughs> careful and now it's like I say that all the time careful Sometimes you don't realise you're saying it until you hear it back. I heard this morning Margot said to Hugo, chop, chop. <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh. oh I say chop, oh, chop, no. chop, chop. Come on, chop, chop, chop. She said, chop, chop. And I was like, because I was like, come on, like everyone clean their teeth, you know, into the bathroom. And then she said, come on, Hugo, chop, chop. And I was like, oh. Something my, uh, something my mum used to tell me as a kid. And because I laughed about this with my uncle in Australia a couple of months ago when I went to visit him. Um, he's got two young boys, but they're, they're way older. I think they're like seven and five or something like that. Anyway, my mum, when I was a kid, at the end of the night, she always used to tell me to, to brush my teeth, go to the toilet and then get into bed. But the way she said it in her Northern Irish accent was just, teeth, toilet and bed. Because <laughs> I guess I, I was such a bad kid that I just didn't, I was on my Nintendo console. And she'd be like, Paul, Paul, Paul Taylor, teeth, toilet and bed. And teeth. now... Toilet and bed. Teeth, toilet and bed. And now my uncle has taken that in Australia. He does that to his kids. And now... I, like I now that like Louise because we used to bath her before bed, dinner first, then not bath. Hard. You can't bath her after bed. No, of course not. Uh, but uh, we now bath her before dinner, yeah. whereas before it was after dinner. So there was no logic because we'd brush her teeth and then it was story time and then bed. But now she's had the bath like an hour ago. So now I feel like I'm saying to her in my mum's accent: toilet and bed. Teeth, toilet, and bed. <laughs> but you've already done the toilet. Uh, toilet, teeth and bed. So, um, content is the word. Ooh. Content, content with. with. So, my question is, for both of you, are you content with your current sofa? I thought you were going to say, are you content with your lives? No. Sofa? Yeah, your <laughs> sofa. sofa. The, yes. the, the sofa that you currently have in your living room, or wherever it is you're spending most of your time, the sofa, your main sofa, are you content with it or would you, do you is it time to get a new one or a different one no it's perfect is it perfect because it's old yeah and it's kind of like leathery and um 
you know, I've got a cat yeah. scratching, so don't care. It's old and uh, potty training, a two-year-old, quite a lot of pee. And it's leather, Doesn't so it matter. just wipe Wipes clean. off. Perfect sofa. Remind me. Does pee to not sink? Go into the leather. It's kind of that. Oh, I don't know. Depends how long it stays. It on. Depends. Like you can. Like I'll. I'll see it. Whereas, like when I see her, like getting onto bed, I'm like, no, no. You have to listen uh, to jump, a story. He's <laughs> only on the floor. <laughs> chop, chop. Um, no, she can pee on that sofa. I don't care. Just remind me that next time we go to Amber's place to just bring some wipes. Yeah. She has not yet peed on it. Oh, okay. But like I don't feel the fear. Like she can right. sit on it and I'm like it doesn't matter if right. it happens. It hasn't happened. Okay. But it could do. It's okay. If I don't have wipes just get the cat and just Yeah. There you go. Sorry. Exactly. Um, I, how how content are you with your current sofa? It's not a question I've thought about a lot to be honest. Oh. Um, well, I'm asking now you that you're asking I mean, it's not great, but it's all right. Yeah. What's all right? Have you got feelings about your sofa? Um, well, it's often a thing for me because, you know, it's hard for me to find a comfortable sofa. I don't know why. Why? I don't know, because I have like a bit of a neck, a uh, bad neck sometimes. And I want a sofa that, yeah, I don't know. It's an issue for me. You know, I'm older than you two. So, uh, it's old, <laughs> I'm older than you two. year older like than me. Uh, yeah, that year though, Amber. <laughs> that year, that one year. <laughs> Makes all the difference. It's true. You know, it's like old man. You know when you go to like uh, old people's homes. Yeah. Not old people's homes, but like people, people's parents' yeah. homes. The, the the guy has always got his own armchair, doesn't he? Oh, I is, want that. Is, I own, want that. Is, I the, want that armchair. I want my armchair. The woman's chair. got the sofa. The, the guy's in his armchair. I like, just it, that's For an old pipe, man thing. Exactly. Pipe, pair of glasses, a pipe, a cup of tea, reading a newspaper. <laughs> newspaper. <sighs> just peek. Up is. Yes. Yes. Just like, uh, you know, yeah, exactly. I could just be sitting there, smoking a pipe, reading, reading the newspaper in a, in my slippers and a cardigan mm-hmm. in my armchair. Yeah, that's what I want. Sounds glorious. Yeah, but no, the sofa we got at the moment is actually pretty good. Mm. We went for a wooden frame kind of thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't with, bang with, into it with cushions. Oh. You know, oh, well, so I, as opposed to what? As opposed to a fully fabric. Uh, sofa. Uh, okay. do, you know, do you know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, so there's you know, a gap underneath. So there's a gap underneath. You can take the cushions off and there's a wooden double seat armchair okay. with wooden uh, armrests, wooden frame, with, with but it's decent, like mm. good quality, really nicely designed. It's not too, it doesn't lean back too much. It's not too upright. It's actually comfortable. You can sit on it and stay comfortable for a good length of time. Only on Luke's, this is important yeah. for Only me. on Luke's English podcast can we speak for 10 minutes about our sofas. I've got, we've all but got feelings. using the phrase I'm content with. <laughs> Sorry, but you know, we all sit on sofas a lot of the time. You know, a certain portion of our lives, a good deal of our lives is spent on, on the sofa. Why can't we talk about it, Paul? Did you ever hear... Um, Jerry Seinfeld's bit. About, What's the deal about, with sofas? No, no, with sitting. You should you should drop this into the podcast. It's 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 basically it's along the line. I mean, obviously, I can't do his, the way he does it, but his thing is just like life. It all life is is just moving from one seat to another. Yeah, that's the entire life. Yeah, and he does his Jerry Seinfeld out, bit I'm like, out, and, and then you go. I've got to get. I've got to be getting back. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you you get you get. Yeah. No, that's going out. That's a different. That's bit. different thing. This is like when you, you think about it, your whole life is just moving from one seat. To another seat. Yeah, it's like you, you you wake up in the morning, you sit on your sofa and you get up, you get in your fat car and uh, you, you put your fat ass down on the car and then you drive it to a McDonald's and you sit there and you, you eat your dinner and then you sit in the sofa. It's just like, it's very well constructed. Yes. Uh, 
English language phrase like he always has when he talks about yeah, something so that's great. every day than that but yeah Jerry Seinfeld came to the New York Comedy Night a while ago did you hear about this I I, I was there in the audience I didn't perform that night but mm. I was there he brushed past my shoulder as he took to the stage did you go what's mm. the deal with people's shoulders what's the and then deal got, with people's shoulders everything's smaller in Europe oh, what's that different. Christopher Walken doing and an impression of Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> <laughs> exactly Christopher Walken doing an impression of Seinfeld what's the deal with shoulders. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> um, Why is airplane food so small? <laughs> Everything's tiny. Next, crazy. <clears throat> crazy for crazy for crazy for you. Crazy for crazy for someone. Crazy about crazy about something. Someone. Yeah. Um, are you crazy about any particular music at the moment? What about a certain person, a TV series, or a certain trend? Are you crazy about anything, any music? You're Paul? speaking to the wrong it's people good. for the word trend. <laughs> yeah, all right. Very much, yeah. <laughs> Let's say, are you crazy about any particular music at the moment? You've got like some music that, uh, so, oh, I love this song. This is my jam. No? No. <laughs> no, no crazy about any particular like tv series that you've been watching you not you haven't been watching like the latest tv series like the new game of thrones series or the lord of the rings series where do you get time to watch this I, stuff precisely I don't, really, don't really watch that much stuff i'm uh, i'm still crazy about the the beatles documentary you can be crazy in love as well can't you crazy like mm. beyonce yeah i guess how crazy in love crazy is a is a big word Let's move on from that one then. <laughs> so, confronted. With? By? Are you ever confronted with your total oh. inability to do something? Yeah. Like suddenly, I can't do this. Can you be confronted by someone? Yeah, I think you can be. Oi, Paul Taylor. I'll, yes, that, that uh, earlier on today, I was confronted by my worst, worst fit. No, that doesn't... Confront, so a man came up to me and confronted me in the street and... Shouted at me for mm. for saying rude things about uh, Parisian bus drivers or something like that. Mm. The RA How dare you criticise the RATP? That's like my my biggest fear because I've got jokes about the RATP. Well, they come after concerned you. Concerned that the RATP will come after me because yeah. they've got all the transport. I wouldn't be able to escape. Mm. I'd be like trying to get a bus to get away from this. Like, ah, we are the buses, motherfucker. <laughs> we are. I'll <laughs> oh, get on the quick. Get on a train. We are. We have all the trains. They even There's have no the, escape even, from the RATP. They even have RAT the buses in London. <laughs> RATP, basically, listeners, is the transport network in Paris. What, is, what does it stand for? Mm, Rat P. Le réseau autonome de transport à Paris. I think. Wow. wow. But you know they run the London buses now. Say so what? Yeah. On the back of half of like London buses, it's, it's run by the RATP, yeah. Oh my word. But there it must stand for the Royal blah, blah. Transport. <laughs> yeah. The Royal Authority Royal of Protocol. Transport. The Royal Authority of Transports. When you see R Protocol. in England, you immediately think it's Royal, though, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Well, because every, like over here, the, what's the, what are the, uh, oh, what do you call it with the animals? The zoo? RSPCA. RSPCA. Here the it's just called the SPCA. Yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again. The RSP wait, no, let's slow that down, really, because I said a joke that I want everyone Hold to be on. able to hear. What's the first thing you said? What's that thing with the animals? Yeah. And I said, what, the zoo? <laughs> and you said, no, the RSPCA, which means the Royal Society for the Protection of Animals. And then in Is France... Is it worse to see? Cruelty. Oh. 
I the protection of cruelty protection, to animals. I think it's like the RSPCA is the Royal Society of Protection. Uh, it's got to be Royal Society for the Protection Against it's Cruelty because yeah, it's not exactly. like protect the cruelty. Because there's the RSPCC, okay, which is it's for children. The no. And then RSPCA, and I think it's for yeah cruelty against cruelty, cruelty against, against, against cruelty. Cruelty. Royal Society. I'm sorry, I'm Royal sorry. Society against cruelty to animals, and in France it's just the Royal SPA. S- it's just the Société de. I'm Proc- really Cetan. glad I made everyone repeat that. <laughs> yeah, that was so <laughs> such a good idea. Um, okay, um, next is the word. Uh, so, are you confronted with your inability to do something? You ever kind of like try yes. to do something and yes. realize, oh wait, I can't do mm-hmm. this all the time. What? I get things from shelves in my own home, like let alone Monoprix. <laughs> I'm short. I'm a short person, and the world has been designed for taller people. And I, there's a lot of stuff I can't reach. Yeah, a lot. But there's a lot of things that tall people can't reach because they're so low. Just don't bend, even just bend, bend down. Yeah. Even there's chairs I can't sit on. The struggle you know? is real for the short person. Yeah, the RATP on the metro, they've got those benches. They're too high for me. They come up to my waist. I can't. Royal Society for the Protection of Short, short People. people. Ro- R-S- P-S-P. P-T Comedy. What about you, Paul? Have you ever confronted with your inability to do something? Yeah, all the time. Just being... Uh, just being a human, yeah. <laughs> be, being a, be, not, not being a dad, being a, a husband. There you go. Yeah, mm. yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, I can't be asked I can't, anymore. My my inability to do something that I'm confronted with is choosing the right socks for my daughter to wear in the morning. Oh, where mm. I'm like, oh god, I've got to choose the right colour. Okay, so she's wearing blue with a uh, green skirt. All right, so can she wear pink socks? <laughs> And then I've, I'm like, okay, just decide. Come on, you're capable of choosing socks. So I pick the socks and then I put them on my daughter and my wife's like, pink socks? She's wearing blue and a green skirt, for goodness sake. I'm I like, find oh, this very interesting. I did it again. No, but I find this very interesting because we only had an argument just the other day yeah. about like clothes. Yes. And um, like, I don't mind. Like, I don't mind if Margot goes with pink socks and a stripy top and a, a, a spotty skirt. Like, I don't mind if she dresses mad. She's too. But um, the other day, Nico, he he put her, she was wearing like a little, a nighty, and it was like that white, you know, kind of with lace and a little pink sort of bow. Like it was definitely a nighty. A, a nighty that normally you'd, you'd go to sleep Yeah, in. like pyjamas. Mm-hmm. So like he's a, put a nighty on her to go out. Pyjamas, and it's like, but it's like a little dress. So it's like yeah. a pyjama dress. And then under the dress, he's put a little skirt on and it's this sort of pink sort of tutu-like skirt, like a sort of uh, princessy skirt that mm-hmm. she likes. But he put it on inside out. The skirt. Yeah, the skirt. Oops. So the lining was... And so when I saw it, I said, okay, I can't do it. And he was all like, mm, such a stickler. And got all like, mm, you're just like being so fussy. I was like, oh, come on. Come on. To be fair, the skirt Pajamas in- and an inside out skirt. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like I was being like really uh, fussy. <laughs> okay. So at that moment, he got confronted with his inability to choose the right clothes or... What I'm saying is you're doing a sterling job. Oh, you're doing your great dadding. You're doing great dadding. All you're worried about is your matching doing socks. A I mean, job. you could teach him a thing or two. Okay. All right. Well, maybe yeah. I'll I'll create an online course about <laughs> How to dress your children. Clothes for your children. R- rule number one: nighttime clothes for nighttime, daytime clothes for daytime. Rule number two: skirt wear it the right way out, not inside out. That's the end of the course. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Congratulations! Your Here's your certificate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come back next week. There's only one week of this course, and you completed it. Congratulations! Uh, cur- curious. 
about. Yes. You're quite good. Yeah. I'm doing all right today in my English test. <laughs> yes. Are you curious about space? No. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. So I added an extra question, which is this. How about your next door neighbours? Are you curious about your next door neighbours? No. no. What about if they sent your next door neighbours into space? Would you be curious about them then? Still no. I wonder how they're getting on. Are they still breathing? Have they discovered any new planets? I'm not curious about space, but I'm interested in space. What's the difference? I don't know. You're interested in it, but you're not curious about it. So it's like, the information that we know, that's enough. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me that. I'm not interested in uh, any possible new information. Just what we know. Tell me that. Fine. (laughs) But the rest of it, not curious about anything more. That's basically it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, we'll just move Can you be a fan of? Is that A A plus B? A fan of something. There you go. That's a noun. A fan. To be a fan of something. It's an it's a it's a noun plus preposition. See the thing is with this. Alright, be fanatical about then. Bingo. Yes. To be See fanatical. how I managed to turn that round. You did. <laughs> a plus. Uh fanatical yeah, go on. Are you what are you are Well you... I was gonna say I I'm a fan of space or a, a, but I'm not fanatical about it. Yeah, because that that is they're I mean in French it's the that's what they're Oui oui les fan become fanatique. Um Fanatical is like extreme. Yeah. Well, that's Whereas, what a fan. Fans of like, yeah, we. But a fan is like, yeah, I like that. It's good. I'm a fan of that. But how do you distinguish you mental fans well, from if fans? I'd say I'm a fan of uh, of Amber's son Hugo. Like, yeah, I like Hugo. Yeah, nice one. Go Hugo. But I, if I said I was fanatical about Hugo, that would be a problem, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's true. I mean, they are two different words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the one comes from the other. Yeah, but the lots of words come from another. But they, I mean, they are. Yeah, but a fan is the meanings. a fan is the is the, the definition of fan is somebody who's fanatical about something. No, it's not. It's something that. <sighs> oh yeah, but you know what I mean. Cool. <sighs> no, but the fan. Why did the football oh. fan? How did the how did the the movie star keep cool? Because he had so many fans. Anyway, go on. You were saying it doesn't matter. It's come on. It's been a while since I dropped a shit joke on this podcast. About thirty-five minutes. Yeah, zoo. We had a zoo a minute <laughs> ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, oh, Uh, Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, all right. Do you want the next question? Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I am interested. Move on to the next question. 23. Question 23. We've been going, oh, we're going to have to stop this soon. So, uh, question number three. uh, It's uh, three. 23. Sorry. Doubtful. Of. Mm-hmm. About about it's the one I've got. Do you know anything about CBD? Do you know what it is derived from? Oh, there's another one derived from uh-huh. CBD. Do you know what it's derived from? Do you it's think it has any benefits, or are you doubtful about it? Weed, isn't it? CBD. It's not weed. It's like the taken out the it's, active ingredient. It's derived from. It's derived from cannabis. Yeah. So all the active ingredients have been removed the things that make your head spin have been removed and the rest of it's just like good 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 times mm-hmm. apparently but, uh, well no it's not just the things that this any of the hallucinogenic well not yeah any of the uh modifying the i guess the uh, things that have an effect that you can feel so yeah. does it just smell nice it's just I, well they say that it helps with other things you, but it's, it's like oil of, it's something you put i don't know i don't even know how you, you take can, it you, you can like, smoke you, it you can buy like you can buy oil, you can buy sort of uh, sweets, sweets yeah. you can buy tea with it, you can buy flipping everything with it. Mm. Yep. It's like they stick it in everything and then they sell it at extremely high prices. Yeah. Uh, they say that it helps with certain 
things. It can help with stress, they say. And it, it certain pains and aches. Yeah, aches and, and pains. pains. That's pains right. And aches, Rheumatoid right? pains, joint pain, and so on. I don't know, really. I don't know. We're not old enough yet to appreciate. It, I think when we when when we're like. 20 years older or 30 years older I think we'll be like oh CBD mate it's fucking amazing should have taken some should have taken some before when we get to 80 years old we'll all be cockneys exactly yeah, yeah. We'll be Paris. so fucking hell right I went to the boulangerie this morning mate and I said have you got any of that CBD bread they ain't got none left oh my joints are on a fucking ordered some bedoit they didn't know what I was talking about <laughs> you got any of that bedoit with CBD in it they ain't got none <sighs> we'll all three cockneys in the square in Paris when we're 80, that oh, I still need to do, I just cannot find the time to do it, is do the series of videos that I want to do where it's Cockney Macron. And it's basically taking all the videos of Macron speaking English, yeah. but oh, dubbing yeah. him over in Cockney. Yeah. But matching what he's saying. You know, like when he was yeah. talking, when he did the speech this about Queen, the Queen Elizabeth, being like, Queen Elizabeth, she was incredibly generous. Yeah. <laughs> in my mind, it's hilarious seeing Macron with this Cockney voice. Yeah, you could just take what he said, translate it into English, but then and you then need Cockneyfy to, it. But then no, you no, you don't need to translate it into English. He's already speaking English. Oh, right. You just need to match his lips oh, in English. Oh, say exactly the same things, but, but in a yeah. Cockney, Cockney voice. Accent. But then you've got to do all the sound design, like the flashes of the foot, like to make it yeah. real. Because if it's just me doing the voice, you don't hear, you need like yeah. the whole sound design as well. Yeah, yeah. But then you need like to keep the French just lovely perfect so in french he sounds lovely and then in english yeah uh, insane yeah, yeah. Uh, basically yeah that's quite a good idea <laughs> yeah yeah i like that or give him an, any sort of regional accent yeah it, be, it could be like scottish sarkozy yeah the, re- the reason Jordi Hollande yeah. <laughs> we can be do what we like to do <laughs> we can do you be do what you can be do <laughs> Ah. Brummy, uh, do you, do, do. just do you be be do what you can be do. Oh, that could be Scottish. Uh, that sound frightening in Scottish. Yeah. Be what? you <laughs> do <laughs> what you can be do. If 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 it was Billy Connolly, well, there was, be you. There's one you could do. Do uh, what you can be do. If it was Billy, there's Connolly. a clip of Macron where he got really angry. I can't remember where it was, but he's shouting in English, like. Yeah. You must respect the rules. The rules are there. We want You can imagine that being Scottish. You gotta respect the rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Amazing. Anyway. So anyway. the reason I asked about the CBD is because in Paris now, it's just CBD. Everywhere. CBD shops everywhere. Oh, really? CBD oh, yeah. this, CBD that. You don't go out. You're busy I, I behind a computer, yeah. you know, just editing. But it honestly. It's lots of CBD. Everywhere. I mean, that's for, for a week, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm other stuff. You're doing other. You're travelling. I'm just looking around and going, what's the deal with... <laughs> CBD. <laughs> it's like he's in the room. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. I think that we should probably wrap this up. On 23. Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. We, we've been going for too long. So we went through lots of different words. Doubtful yeah. about, curious about, confronted with, crazy about, content with, conscious of, connected to, comfortable with, uh, capable of, bored with, brilliant at. Shall I keep going? No. No. Okay. What was your, what was your, you said it was through the alphabet. Did you get to Z? No, there's no, no. I didn't do Z. I mean, it's alphabetical, get- alphabetical order, but I didn't do every letter of the alphabet because okay. it's hard to find an ad- adjective that begins with Q. Mm. Question, questioning, questioning of to be questioning of something. Hmm, I'm mm. questioning of. Hmm, mm. What is that? Where is it from? What, what is it doing? I'm questioning of this mm. thing. Yes. Mm. No. Queer about. Queer about something. Quixotic. Question. Is it quixotic? Quixotic. 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 Donkey. Donkeyote. Yeah. 
but, it, but, but we pronounce the adjective quixotic. Uh, yeah, it's because yeah. Do you know why though? Because the Spanish, Spanish speaker, the, the Spanish J. Yes. So, yeah. um, it's wait, it's, wait a minute. We've lost everyone. Okay. Quixotic is an adjective, and it means sort of with all the characteristics of Don Quixote. Exactly. Kind of uh, hopeful um, and ah. well, there's something a bit sort of like a little bit optimistic Na- and, and na- yes, exactly. Okay. Quixotic I believe. is spelled Q U I X O Q U I X O T I C. Yeah, quixotic, extremely idealistic, unrealistic, and impractical. Now that sounds like okay. my version of my uh, career. <laughs> it's got a quixotic career. Yeah. Um, so let me tell you the why. So we tell pronounce us. it quixotic, yeah, but yes. in Don Spanish it's well, Don Quixote. Yeah, so uh, in Castilian Spanish, which is like Madrid, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the standard, whatever, yeah. it, you would pronounce it Quixote and it's got a J in it. So it's Q-U-I-J-O-T-E. Yes. Don Quixote, like um, jamón, right? Mm. Uh, J-A-M-O-N for yes. ham. Ham. But certain parts of Spain, they take the J and they replace it with an X. So, for example, uh, in Catalonia, yes. the, the the first name Javier, mm. uh, I don't know what that equivalent is in Spanish, but like Javier Bardem, you know, the, the actor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in, um, in Catalan, it's X and they pronounce it uh, Chabi, ch- Chabi, like, like a CH almost, ah. right? Mm, Which right. is why in French, they call it Xavier, right. Professor yes. Xavier. Right? Charles it's, Xavier from the it, X-Men. Yeah, so it could be a J but yes. or an X, which is why Quixote and Quichot. Because French say say it with a with an with a, a, a ch. So we pronounce it. So so this sort of quote unquote standard Spanish pronunciation of it, or the way they say it in the Madrid area, Quixote with a y sound. Ugh. But why are we saying quixotic? Because because it's because it, it's, it's be difficult. It, well, it, you can either pronounce you can either spell it with a J or an X, right? Right. In ah. Spain, depending depending on where you are in Spain, it's either a J or an X. The, the, yeah, that yeah, that yeah. sound, which is a which in Spanish is a H, so Quixote, like yeah. a like as if you're spitting up. But depending on where you are, or it could be also, I think, in Argentina, it's a sh. It's more a sh sound, uh, or a ch sound. You so can basically, you can pronounce it any way you fucking exactly. want. Exactly. So <laughs> that's why it's quixotic because it's because I, I I guess they've decided to spell it with an X instead of a J. Okay. Right. Did that answer the question, Amber, do you think? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right, well, ladies and gentlemen... Because otherwise it would be quijotic. Quijotic. We might as well. Might as well. I mean, it seems that you can pronounce it anywhere. I didn't want. even know quixotic was a thing. Well, now you do. So we've all learnt something today. Some of us may have even forgotten things that we used I to I thought know. it was a portmanteau of exotic and another thing. Check him out. And quick. Yeah, quick. You're quick and exotic. Quick and You're exotic. Quixotic. quixotic. Yeah, I like it. Quick that's, and exotic. When you well, first said it, yeah, that's what I thought. Sounds like your Tinder profile. Well, <laughs> <laughs> quixotic, Paul Taylor. Uh, I'm and quick exotic. and exotic. <laughs> Three hmm. minutes max. Well, quick. Three uh, minutes. Quick and exotic. Ladies and gentlemen, this, I think. That's this, the opposite of what this. Ep- <laughs> it's exactly what I was about to say. That's the opposite of what this episode has been. It's been neither quick nor exotic. No. It's been long and, well, whatever the opposite of exotic and ho- is. homogenic. Homogeneous. Homogenous. Homogenous. Homogen- homogenous. Just three, homegrown. Like th- three white heterosexual <laughs> British people. British people. Yeah. yeah. Nothing no, very Nothing exotic nothing about exotic it. Nothing exotic about that. No. Unless, unless you are not a white 
British person, in which case maybe we are exotic. Oh, that's true. See, to some people, we might be like really exotic. Listeners, mm. video viewers out there, if you get to this uh, part of the episode to prove that you got all the way to the end here, mm-hmm. you can let us know if you just how exotic you think we are. And the answer mm. is very exotic. Hashtag okay? very exotic <laughs> yeah. in the comments on YouTube. We want you to use the word exotic. That's the secret special code for those people who got all the way to the end. Write something about using the word exotic about how wonderfully exotic and exciting and uh, chaotic uh, and chaotic we are. Sounds good. Quick and quixotic and... Okay? Good. That should be clear. Those, that sh- the instructions should be clear for that. Thank you, both of you, for um, contributing in such a profound uh, and insightful way. And unexotic way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to this episode. And uh, there we go. Good, you know, have a good uh, you know, rest of the day and please help me end this. Okay. Okay. Because otherwise, I will just keep going. We should really going. time the ending. Okay, we're okay. gonna we're gonna call it a day. Let's we're gonna bring call it to it a close. Day. Let's call it a day, everyone. You see that? So this means Luke, shut up. <laughs> shut up now. Shut up. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thanks, Bye-bye, everyone. Bye bye. So there you go, folks. That's folks, F-O-L-K, meaning people. I'm not just calling you fucks for no reason, <laughs> or fox, like the animal. No, folks, meaning people, like folk music. Folks, it's just a way of referring to people. Okay, there you are, everybody. That was Amber and Paul, ladies and gentlemen. A round of applause, please. Yay. There you go. Don't forget to let us know how exotic you think we are. The answer, of course, is very exotic. Hashtag very exotic. Um, You can use exotic as the code word in the comments section to show that you've listened all the way up until the end and that you're not just a skeleton with headphones on. You know, just write something including the word exotic. I'll see what you can do, see what you can come up with. Um, Also, let me know how that was for you as a listening experience. Did you manage to keep up with all of that? I understand that it is actually quite quick. I mean, the, 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 um, you know, the, the speaking speed. The length of the episode is long, but the words certainly came out quite quickly. That is quite good training for you, of course, you know, to get used to that, to get accustomed to that. And I know that plenty of people often request fast speech on this podcast. So there you go. There was a bit of it there. I try to mix things up a bit, you know, on this show. I mix it up with a bit of fast conversational English here and then some more measured speaking here, which should be more comprehensible. I sort of mix it up. Some of my episodes are more challenging than others in that way. I like to, you know, try and keep it varied. Uh, What about the target language? All those adjective preposition combinations. What about that? Don't forget, I published a three-part premium series all about those expressions just before uploading this episode. So all those episodes are available to you if you have a premium subscription, three of them. P39, P39 parts one, two, and three. In fact, I've uploaded a few premium series over the last couple of weeks, P38 and P39. So P39 parts one, two, and three is there, and it covers all of the language, all of those phrases, those adjective preposition collocations. That's 
the target language for that series. And so I thought, right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it properly. I'm really going to try and help my learners understand, pick up and use and pronounce and remember this language. That was my mission. So those three episodes are there in the premium subscription. If you're a premium subscriber already, go ahead and check it out. Maybe you've already discovered those episodes. Um, I hope that you have added LEP Premium to your podcast app of choice on your phone so that you can easily access those episodes. Okay, premium subscribers, that's the best way. Try and add LEP Premium to a podcast app on your phone. You can find out how to do it quite easily. Just go on my website and you'll find out the details in the menu. There's a a page that says how to add LEP Premium to your podcast app, something like that. Also, there are PDFs for each episode. Each premium episode has PDFs, including the ones in P39, PDFs with worksheets and transcripts. Also, this premium series I'm talking about has video versions for each part. You can get access to the PDFs and the videos when you sign up to LEP Premium and then add the episode to an app on your phone right? That's the premium stuff. Obviously, there's the free stuff as well, which is all totally free and great and whatever. It's just, it's all totally free. And there often are video versions of the free episodes on YouTube, but the premium ones, the ones where I really get stuck in using my teaching skills to try and really help you learn English directly, all that stuff you can only access through the premium subscription. And there are PDFs and videos for all of them. So in P39, I teach you stuff about prepositions, how they work, the grammatical details of how they go into sentences. I talk about the easier ones and the more difficult prepositions. And I teach you various bits of vocabulary along the way. That's part one. Part two is all about the vocabulary list and helping you remember the collocations with a sort of test-teach-test approach to help everything stick in your mind, including the adjectives, the meaning of the adjectives, and the associated prepositions. There are also open discussion questions, so you can practice using the vocabulary in a personal way and practice your speaking as well. And part three is all about pronunciation with a focus on the pronunciation of adjectives with ed endings, words like attached, addicted and derived and so on. And also the weak forms of prepositions attached, you know, attached to the PDF, addicted to addicted to Luke's English podcast and, and so on. Um, plus loads of listen and repeat exercises where you can repeat after me and practice saying these expressions in sentences naturally with clarity and with the right kind of emphasis and connected speech. So check it out. If you use those episodes, it's the best way to maximise the learning potential of this conversation with the pod pals and take advantage of my teaching skills, which are on offer for you. There you go, on a little plate, on a large plate, in fact, a large platter. In fact, I, was, I would go for, uh, so far as to say it's a feast. I've laid, a, laid on a feast, a learning English feast for you, on a huge table, um, and it's all there for you. Uh, huh. Okay, that's the sort of stuff you get with Luke's English Podcast Premium. I'm promoting it here. You know, obviously, I am promoting it to you here, but it's not like nothing. I, I've, I've spent loads of time on that and uh, I genuinely really want you to use it because I think it's I think it's good you know I've spent a lot of time and put a lot of energy into making that content so I do hope that people use it and uh, you know I do think it would be useful so I work hard to make that content so obviously I want you to actually use it so 
there you go. Anyway, it's your way. Also, if you if you get that stuff, it's also your way of contributing to the whole project, isn't it? Because you then allow me to continue doing this. Okay, I don't need to explain more. But if you want to get the stuff, if you want to get the stuff I've worked on, teacherluke.co.uk slash premium. That's how you get started. Okay. All right. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again to Amber and Paul. And uh, I will be back um, in your headphones or in your speakers uh, before too long with more content. You can always leave a comment, send me an email with your feedback and stuff. It's always nice to hear from you. But um, that's it for now. Speak to you again very soon. But for now, goodbye. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.